This is Bill After from OneWrestling.com, and I listen to the Board Wrestling Fan. It's Sunday. It's 2 p.m. It's Board Wrestling Fan Radio. It's episode number 250. And no matter what we all were led to believe, we do not like the new Star Wars as much as we thought we did. <laughs> Yeah, I only sacrificed four babies to the new Star Wars. How about you? <laughs> <laughs> Remember Lando Carizia? A guy from Community's got the new Lando. What do you think of that? Oh, I don't care. I, have, I haven't watched. I've never watched Community, so I couldn't tell you. <laughs> but they they can't make it if they're gonna make a young Lando. They can't put. They obviously can't put Billy D in there. He's a little too old. Oh, maybe he's ageless. I don't know. How does he look these days? <laughs> he, he he looks about the same, only older. That would do it. Let's just say that sometimes black does crack. Mm. Colt 45 <laughs> doesn't work every time. Yeah, he does actually look a lot older. <laughs> Guys, I almost just spit up my winter lager. What the hell, man? <laughs> in the, yes, in I... The, uh, in the words of Batista, deal with it. <laughs> and I just tore my jeans. I tore my quad. <laughs> <laughs> Laura, oh, Laura's listening live. Laura's listening live because Star Wars Episode One best film ever says Joe Cena. <laughs> it it it's not the best, but it's not as bad as people make out. <laughs> Actually, it is. No, actually, you know, you're you're right. No, it's it, it's not as bad as people think it is. It's just the fucking Anakin is such an annoying little twat. Oh yeah, that, God ru- yes. that ruins the movie. You know, well, children ruin every movie. My time hop the other day was all like uh, for um, the John. one that the one that just came out last year. It was all like Jar Jar Binks posters. <laughs> like they replaced every character with Jar Jar. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> Oh, Jar Jar. Nobody understands our love. <laughs> <laughs> or is it nobody loves you but me? You's a gonna hate on me? Me suck on Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> me suck do. What? What's this? What's he day? What's the DC call day? <laughs> I think Jar Jar is probably not gonna vote for Trump. Let's just call it an inkling. <laughs> Subversive. Bomb Generon. Oh, it's JT Jar Jar. <laughs> or maybe it's Jart Jart. I don't know. <laughs> no, it's it's not, it's not the worst character. Oh, who who gets the mantle for you then? Who's your champion of worst? Ooh, yeah, that's a tough one. Wait a minute, were we talking about uh, JT's characters? Oh, well, either <laughs> or. You decide. I thought you were talking about Star Wars. Oh, like, in oh, general. No. Oh, no, no. no the, Jar Jar takes the cake on that one. <laughs> I, I get, I get he was there for the kids, but, you know. It's... You suck on the hate on me? Yes. With, with, with unbridled passion. 
fury. Misa can't judge our beats. Misa bringing the gonkins and the napu together. This is triggering my PTSD. <laughs> my eyes starting to twitch. <laughs> Laura says, Joe, fix the chat. And it's no. in the chat box. And it's face in the chat box. I forgot we had a chat box. Yeah, me too. I forgot we had a website. <laughs> well, yeah, that's how I got my foot in the door. JT sort of just shoehorned me in here. <laughs> I never left. That's how I got noise in here, too. <laughs> yeah, that's... That's that... like making me answer math questions. <laughs> What's making you answer what? <laughs> I had to answer a math question to log on. To what? To the website. Really? Yeah, I have to answer what pl one plus five is. <laughs> well, shit. That's like ten, maybe. Yeah, I don't know the conversion rate over there. <laughs> <laughs> I'm using the metric system, damn it. It could be anything. I wish I went back to the beginning of the season and put some money on the Cubbies. Yeah, everybody thinks that way when, when they know the results. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, you know, it was only no. a year too late there. It's only a year too late, Back to the Future. I was say, which was a line from Back to the Future. Ah. <laughs> <sighs> So this is episode 250. And yeah, it's it's a it's a milestone. I took a trip in the Wayback Machine and I found out that on the day we started this show, CM Punk was on day 3 of his 434-day WWE title uh, WWE championship reign. Mark Henry was the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Bobby Roo was the TNA champion, and the ROH champion was Davy Richards. All, all, I think a lot, all of those ended up being our like best of the year too. So. <laughs> like might, our... might have been. Because I know, I know we went with Davy Richards because none of us really knew anybody else in the in ROH at the time. Yeah, right, right, right. Is so, uh, um, Davy Richards oh, is the TNA champion now, isn't he? <laughs> Bobby Roode's in NXT. Mark Henry, we haven't seen in a little while, and CM Punk. No, well, he was on Raw this week. Was he? Oh. Yeah, he was teaming with uh, someone. Yeah, you got your wolf wrong. Oh, he, te he teamed with. Uh, oh, was Enzo it the other one? Against the Scammers. Uh, Davey Richards isn't the uh, TNA champion. Oh, it's the other one. Okay. Uh, Eddie Edwards. Uh, yeah, right. Davey Richards is injured. That's why Eddie Edwards is the champion. Right. And and Laura Laura says fix the chat box or she, she's sending you 500 Roman Reigns DVDs. Yeah, we don't have a chat box anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you start getting some Roman Reigns DVDs. We, we haven't had a chat box in like a year. She's just randomly emailing you. <laughs> huh? How are you talking to Laura? Uh, because it's on Twitter. I'm on Twitter. Oh, okay. 
You can live tweet. Really is Laura? We have some live <laughs> tweeting on show. We've made it. You can you can live tweet. You can live tweet us at any time. At me, get random redhead because I'm the only one that gives two shits about your tweets because Joe doesn't care. He's too goddamn lazy. Yeah, I'm not on Twitter right now. I'm texting about beer. You can tell me how bad Jar Jar JT sucks. <laughs> like we could do that live on the show. <laughs> yeah, but I don't care what you guys think. You guys just hate everything I do, so. <laughs> this is true. We, no, we give you constructive criticism out of love. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Coaster. I got a Raiders Coaster, speaking of that. See, right here? Oh, wait, I don't have the, 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 the video feed <laughs> I'm drinking my winter lager. I'll shut up and drink my winter lager. Times. Ah. So we're should hey, dive in this week. I gotta, I gotta numb up a little. I gotta fucking deal with the fucking bitch in a couple hours. So, hooray! The axe, the axe, bitch, in a couple hours. My ex just gave me a hundred bucks towards my rent. Told me not to worry about oh. paying her back. <laughs> like, okay, oh, that's nice. <laughs> like I, I ain't gonna complain about that. Sure. Uh, Laura, no matter how much you say, you're not getting a damn chat box. Drop it. <laughs> in, or, in order for us to put the chat box back up, we have to have more than one person in chat. <laughs> the most work I do on this site is actually posting this show every Sunday. <laughs> That's the most act, the action the site sees. I know. <laughs> no I, I'm articles not, anymore. I'm not going to sit here and bother to, to actually like put effort into it when the only thing that goes up is the show. Mm-hmm. And half thinking, the people probably get it from iTunes anyway. I, I, I was thinking and we I barely was, put effort into this. Right, exactly. <laughs> I, w- I was I was thinking I was I I had a I had a brief brainstorm about the Halloween party returning this year, but you know, of course, oh, I'm going to say after Total Bella's reviews. Mm. No. Oh, I, I probably should have done that this week. Oh well. <laughs> Here we oh, go. Yeah, that's he's gimmick. Here we go. If Joe makes a chat box, I will buy him a bottle of Donald Trump self-tanner. Oh, <laughs> Made in Mexico. Isn't that just a can of orange spray paint? Yeah. Also used by Mr. Garrison. <laughs> remember, remember Mr. Garrison? Yes. <laughs> remember, remember, remember when San Francisco is a good football team? No one remembers that. I do. It was, was before Noyce was born. <laughs> That's why I don't remember it. There, 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 there were there was a man named Joe Montana. Wait, Joe Montana never played for the 49ers. <laughs> he's he's the greatest tackler since Joe Montana. Joe Montana was a quarterback, you idiot. I said Joe Montana. Yeah, we don't put any damn effort into this show. I barely show up half the time. I just copy and paste. (laughs) Here's a weird what the fuck fact. I don't know how true it is, but it <laughs> popped up on my Twitter feed, so I'm going to read it. Oh, during, the, during the Middle Ages, 
men would get their left testicles removed as they believed that they were responsible for making female babies. <laughs> mm. I... Cock talk. <laughs> <laughs> I know there are people who did think that, but I don't know if they ever had their testicles removed because of it. But hey, different times. That was... That, that was... Michael, that was when America was great. Back in the Middle Ages. <laughs> Back before it was colonized. Ball game. Back before the Americans ruined it. <laughs> Back, Back we're good at that. Back yep. before Obama ruined it. <laughs> Those were good times. So I enjoyed the WWF WWF back then, right? Remember, remember that. Speaking of remembering, back when Tatanka was the only wrestler. <laughs> remember the Crusades? Maybe, maybe, I had a good time. Remember Brooklyn Brawler, Barry Horowitz. Uh, pat yourself on the back for that one. Yeah. Exciting. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Indeed. Yeah, so who does Negan kill tonight? No spoilers. Everyone. Uh, oh, that's a good that that's a good guess. Everyone. <laughs> Except Rick, because Rick if that means because since it got renewed for another season, um, because he, he can't um he he's the center point of the show. If if he gets yeah. killed, the show's over. So he can't get killed tonight. He's the only one that's not getting killed tonight. Yeah, he'll die in the last episode. I'm sticking yeah. with my theory. Yeah. And I think Carl lives. I think he's like the successor story. That, that's kind of how I'm thinking the show ends. But who dies tonight? Who gets their brain? Ne- fucking... Negan yeah, Who gets Mick Foley tonight? I, I'm like I, I told you earlier in the Flocking Deadpool that um I'm going with Aaron because I have a feeling it's going to be build up, build up, build up. It's going to be a great episode, and then they're going to like. And they give us a shitty ending because that's what it's going to be. They're going to do. They're going to give. They're going to make it someone not as important as you know. It's not going to be Abraham. It's not going to be Glenn. It's not going to be Daryl. It's not going to be. Um, it's not going to be any. It's going to. My thing. It's going to be someone from Alexandria. It's going to die. It's not going to be someone from that we've had that's been on, on it multiple seasons. No, no, I, I just like to tell people that I hope it's Daryl just to piss them off. <laughs> oh, I do that all the time. I used to do that to my ex. <laughs> like when they had um, when it was on, when the finale was on, freaking um, a couple years ago during WrestleMania, and then Daryl was the guest on Talking Dead. I'm like, <laughs> she goes to me, she goes, "Why would you? Aren't you watching WrestleMania? Why would I watch WrestleMania when um, when when Daryl dies tonight?" She goes, "You're an asshole." <laughs> Don't you dare to say that. <laughs> it's funny. I'm watching it tonight. She's probably not, because <laughs> she doesn't have she doesn't have a TV. She's one of those people now. Oh. Uh. I'm still very much on the fence. Who gets it? I don't know, man. Maybe maybe, maybe they want to cause internet outrage. Like I said, but though I I think we're getting that no matter what because it's the internet. That's where we complain. And, and Laura, Laura, Joe has testicles because he he has a kid, so you can't. Yeah, have but he testicles. has a girl, so maybe he could out the right one. You can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't have kids without testicles. I'm sorry, Laura. You should know that you have two of them. Yeah, but she also has no testicles. 
Bingo. Yeah, but she had. Uh, Unless you're saying she, she has a, two testicles. She needed a male with testicles. <laughs> That's what I thought he was. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, no way. She probably did. She could have gotten knocked up in the sperm bank, too. Yep, those factory made sperm. Gotta love them. <laughs> Synthetic. Uh, it's probably a matter of time anyway. <sighs> Wish I didn't All have right. a TV. I might be able to actually fall asleep. <laughs> Wait, the Simpsons on later? Or? No, I watched. I watched Clerks <laughs> at like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> you watched what at three o'clock in the morning? Clerks. Oh, okay. Actually, I think I went to bed at like four thirty, and that's when I put Clerks on. And I was watching it with like I have like the the Blu-ray, the fifteenth anniversary Blu-ray, and it's got like a, a trivia track that just like shows. You know, facts about the movie, and has like a like a fuck counter and a I'm not supposed to be here today counter. So I was like watching that, and I was like trying to stay awake reading those, and finally fell asleep at like five thirty six o'clock. Okay, the fact that I have a tenth anniversary edition of Clerks and you have a fifteenth anniversary edition of Clerks says Kevin Smith really fucking loves money. No, because this is the thing: is he didn't want to put out the he didn't want to do an extra edition, but because it was Blu-ray, they had to. Like, he didn't even want to put it out, but they're like, no, it's Blu-ray, you gotta put out a Blu-ray. I guess Miramax really fucking loves money. Yeah, so he put out the Blu-ray, and then, like, the only extra feature from the 10th anniversary is the uh, making of Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. (laughs) Kevin Smith only signed off. Is it just half an hour of them smoking weed? No. (laughs) Because that was how it was really made. Yeah, yeah, no, they, uh, they had already put out Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back on Blu-ray when they put out the Clerks' 15th anniversary, so they were like... But they didn't put that on the Jay and Silent Bob DVD or Blu-ray. So it's was like, oh, well, let's put it on the Clerks one. So they have that's, something that's like new anyway. Simpsons box and having a Futurama feature at. Right. Well, it, he, it, it was on there because it was like, we got to give him something new. I'm not just going to put out a Blu-ray with the same shit that was on the 10th anniversary, <laughs> which I also have. I have that DVD, the, the double disc Clerks X box set. Or three disc. the animated series? Yes, I do. I love that show. Remember Clerks? Is the only, ma- only movie he made without Ben Affleck? <laughs> no, he was in there somewhere. <laughs> you, you just have to look really, really. For one of the dudes playing roof hockey. <laughs> hey, are there any balls down there? <laughs> uh, speaking of movies, uh, my girlfriend watched the original Ghostbusters for the first time last night. Really? Okay. Yeah, she she borrowed the uh, the uh, first two and the new remake one off of a coworker. We we've just watched like the first one. I'm sorry. Good. I'm sorry. I'm I'm sorry. You have that that the third one that 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 one that debacle that came out this year in your house. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I watched the honest trailer for that and it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> but you're not giving it a chance. You need to watch it. You need to make it. You need to give it a chance. Oh, I'm gonna give it a chance. All right. I, don't know. I, I went in with low expectations. That, that, that I actually sounded, didn't mind it. I thought it, the uh, I thought really it was just more of the culture but... of outrage and people like to complain about shit. 
I didn't think it was terrible. Definitely doesn't hold up to the original, but <clears throat> oh, yeah. I laughed. I actually genuinely was amused at times. Well, whatever. Yeah. If you don't like it, don't watch it. If you don't know you don't like it, then try everything out. You can't know, man. Like, yeah, they they, they were saying that the the this remake is uh it was gonna ruin the franchise. I'm like, didn't the second one kind of do that? Uh, it wasn't a <laughs> typical sequel, but yeah, it, it it wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. Yeah, I mean, it's a typical sequel that never quite lives up to the original. I think the thing that bothered me more <laughs> about the uh all the, the bashing of the film was that it, a lot of it came out before it even came out, and that's ridiculous. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've, I'm guilty of doing that. I've done that in the past, but I think at this point in my life, I kind of recognize that's so stupid and, and <laughs> ignorant that, <laughs> like, what the fuck, man? How how can I know? You know? Remember? Remember not seeing the whole movie in the trailer? <laughs> Um, the other side of the coin is when you get the the cut clips in the trailer that never show up in the movie. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. Well, yeah, you gotta wait for the extended cut. Yeah. Or they don't even show up in the extended cut. That's when you have to wait for the director's cut. <laughs> like the nine-hour-long Lord of the Rings movies. <sighs> Yeah, talk about a day wasted, man. Try watching I, watching all three of those fucking extended cut. That that is not a waste of a day. I, I don't know how I managed to pull it off, but I lived with my old guitarist for like six months without <clears throat> ever seeing Lord of the Rings. I don't know how I pulled it off. Because uh, him and my drummer screen? is that how it works, sir? Him him and my drummer would like have marathons of the extended cuts and they would do like Lord of the Rings trivia and shit like that. I'm like yeah, fuck you guys. I'm gonna go play Xbox in my room. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're obviously you don't like the fantasy genre in general. I take it. Uh, not particularly. No. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'm not. Sense. I mean, I'm not really a movie guy. I, yeah, I, I think know. I make yeah, that yeah, <laughs> pretty clear sometimes. So. Yeah, you're a video no, guy. Da, da, Dante Dante's explanation of it in Clerks Two sums it up to a point. Randall's yeah, explanation. Yeah. Randall, what whichever one it, whichever one it is. I'm sorry. <laughs> get it right or get it wrong. JT lad. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Randall, but I just whatever. Fuck. Fuck it. It was just one long fucking walk, just to throw a fucking yeah. ring in a hole. <laughs> that's all. That's all it was. And I wasted how I wasted fucking how how long seeing that movie in the theaters, and then fucking seeing the extended cuts because I got the fucking and the fucking fact that the bitch fucking left him here when she moved out because they're hers. Yeah, the, but the, bu- the book's better. The book's better because they walk back. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Peter Jackson just got a great idea for another extended cut. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's just the, it's just the three movies in reverse. <laughs> I'd watch it. <laughs> I would, man. I fucking love those films, but whatever. Yeah, they're good movies. I I totally understand like why people don't. I get it. Uh, it's again, it all comes back to this teacher on. We're a wrestling podcast, folks, so you know we get made fun of in public. <laughs> That's it's a, like the same what? reason I don't wear wrestling shirts in public. I just I don't want to deal with it. <laughs> what are you? What are you talking about? Me making fun of in public? Yeah, yeah. No, it won't happen. 
I, I'll wear obscure ones that have references to things that have nothing to do with wrestling, so people get it. So you wouldn't wear the James Ellsworth one? <laughs> Fuck no. Well, see, available I, now for just twenty four ninety nine. <laughs> I used to, I love it. See, I my, see the thing is, is when I wear my when I use I, I I've said it a bazillion and ten times on the fucking show about my Stone Cold or I have Race Hell shirts, and I, I wear them all the time because basically. People see that and goes, yeah, that's my motto too. And it's fucking because no one knows it's a fucking wrestling shirt. It just says arrive oh, right You know, that's that's different. Like that's actually my aunt actually, my, my aunt actually thought it was a band T-shirt because <laughs> I was in the I was in the river and I was like I had I had the tank top one on and she goes, is arrive a band? I'm like, no, it's just. And then, and then I got and then I showed her the whole thing. She's like, oh. <laughs> Yeah, my uh, my my girlfriend's grandma thought my uh, Kevin Owens shirt was a boxing shirt. This is <laughs> KO on the front. And this is fight Owens fight. I woke up yesterday. Uh, my friend, my friend whose name happens to be Austin Goldberg. Uh, <laughs> if that's not a wrestling name, name McMahon. <laughs> no, I, it might be. I don't know. Uh, but I woke up to a message from him asking to borrow a Stone Cold Steve Austin shirt so he could be Steve Austin for Halloween. <laughs> Yeah, when I met him, his, it's like, dude, your name is Austin Goldberg? He's like, yeah. I'm like, do you watch wrestling? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no, I, used to. <laughs> I used to. I used to. And he's bald with a goatee, so. <laughs> oh. oh, wow. Yeah. Segway. <laughs> Yeah, segue, I guess, to... Me too. I, wait, well, I thought we were talking about Goldberg because you were going to segue into his... Didn't he show up or something this week? Oh, yeah. So I, I heard the haters saying, oh, I'm boycotting this if Goldberg shows up because, you know, they, they're still going to watch, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> it was amazing how quickly the opinion of Goldberg turned around. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I got a little bit about that later on. I'm guilty of that. I was like, oh man, fucking Goldberg. And then Goldberg shows us, like, holy shit, it's Goldberg! <laughs> and then he just cuts an incredible promo. Yeah. And steals a kid. Yeah. <laughs> that was the one thing I didn't like. I was like, oh, I hope that's his kid. That's oh, what no, I said. No, it isn't. <laughs> I, I, was, uh, I was watching he it at work. He the kid, walks around with it, puts it back, and then goes <laughs> and gets his actual kid. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm, does the kid even know who Gold like this is the dude from the video game <laughs> like I, I was watching with my coworker because it was you know Raw runs late and I start work at 11 so I'm watching with my coworker. we're just standing there and he go, he doesn't watch wrestling he's like oh is that Goldberg I'm like yeah he's like I don't know who that is but somehow I knew it was Goldberg I'm like Probably because it says Goldberg on the giant screen behind him. His name popped up on the screen, and the fans are all going, Goldberg, Goldberg. See, I it's, definitely chant, not, it's definitely not Goldberg from the Mighty Ducks, that's for sure. Right. <laughs> I, I always chant Gilberg whenever I hear that. I go, Gilberg, Gilberg. I never chant Goldberg. Now I'm going to start chanting Ellsworth. I actually they were chanting Gilberg at Ellsworth. <laughs> Then I realized it wasn't Ellsworth. <laughs> I still, I still want to see a match between Ellsworth and Gilbert. That would be that, that would be guaranteed five stars. Yeah, Ellsworth's got more wins in WWE than Sting. 
Ellsworth was over eight years than John Cena. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. <laughs> no, I was hoping Goldberg would just come out and cut like a short promo, like "You want it, you got it, you're next," and just mm-hmm. fucking leave. <laughs> Yeah, you, you thought. <laughs> I, I was hoping. I didn't think, but I was hoping. <laughs> I knew better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's raw. You can't just have a short promo. Right. You you, you have to fill a lot of time. That's just on me. It's like, God damn it, it's Goldberg. Who decided to give him a mic? <laughs> His promo wasn't bad. I'm not going to shit on it. Yeah, it was... I really liked it. But yeah. then I was like, "Oh shit! I hope Goldberg wins." Did he come out? Did he come out to the um? What he used to come out in WCW with like the sparkling he, he thing? He came out and... to that, but he he went out to his WWE theme. Then, mm. Oh, and then did he did he breathe smoke out of his mouth like he used to? Yeah, he no, did. No. no, it was the biggest botch of the night. He fucked up breathing in the smoke. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was in Denver. He doesn't know what's in that smoke. He doesn't care. He's just fucking breathe that shit in anyway. Fucking Randy Goldberg, Orton man. put a bunch of vape juice in there. Uh, Goldberg's not known for intelligence, guys. Come on. <laughs> Although I'm sure he's in a bad, bad at a, being a businessman. He seems pretty smart, but mm. not on TV. His TV character is uh, pretty stupid. <laughs> I, 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 you know what? I was pretty cheated going in because I never gave a fuck about Goldberg in the beginning. Right. I, never, mm. I thought the gimmick was... Uh, Interesting and the original and the regard the way they did it. And I'll, I'll give credit where credit is due. It just didn't appeal to me. Um, so it's not that it's bad. I just didn't like it. I, but I, I actually didn't mind the promo. Um, I didn't lose my mind over it. I saw his line coming about, you know, you're last. I thought that, but that was, that, that's a perfect line. Yeah, well, yeah. it was a good way to close it out. Yeah. So I'll give him credit for that. I won't give him credit for the restaurant because it was just fucking steaming pile of shit, but. <laughs> I actually left like an hour of it on. There were moments though, like I always enjoy, I always enjoy Jericho and Kevin Owens. I'm still on board with that. Mm-hmm. That's all I remember. New Day were Speaking milking the four twenty that their four hundred and twentieth day as tag team champions was in Colorado. <laughs> Cole butchered it by saying it was the four twenty first. Was there anything else notable on Raw? Because, I mean, if I didn't see it, doesn't mean it wasn't notable. It just means I have a short attention span, and I do. I didn't catch uh, the... Dana Butch to finish. That happened. Uh, yeah, what the fuck happened the... there? Sami Zayn came out to confront Braun Strowman. I actually yeah. missed that because the version I watched was broken. So after the, the Paul Heyman segment, it reset back to the start <clears> of the Bailey one. So I missed all of that. Uh, hmm. Yeah, so Strowman shoved him, like, a fucking mile. Kind of flew out of the ring. Yeah, apparently he beat the shit out of three guys. Yeah. yeah they were uh, some interesting looking individuals. They thought they were going to win just because they were from Denver. Yeah, and there were three <laughs> of them. They're like, we can breathe this air. We're going to win. <laughs> <laughs> that was seriously their promo. Or at least the gist of it. <laughs> So I, I guess this whole job everything is done with now. If Sami Zayn's the first like real contender, then eh? Yeah. No, Sami Zayn's just the next jobber. 
All right. Oh, that's less reason for me to watch Braun Strowman matches again. All right. Neville will come out and save him, and then he'll beat both Zayna and Neville. And then Samoa Joe will come out. And then you'll wake up from your dream, because, you know. Yeah. It, it, it's going to get to the point where it's like, God damn it, feed him to the big show. <laughs> but with our, like, smart show, I'll, like, tear, tear, like, a quad or something in the fucking NXT, and we'll never see him. It's just... They, they, I have no idea why they haven't called these guys up yet. Him, him and Knox, at the end, at this, like, one of those guys has to come up after Toronto, right? You'd imagine. Well, I mean, NXT still kind of needs those guys around because they're still kind of rebuilding. Gotta draw that 250 people crowd, yeah. NXT doesn't need them. They don't need them to draw 250 people. It's not at all. I know. That's the point. It makes, like, I, I, I understand maybe some guy needs to work on his English or something in one case of Nakamura. Or... I saw a bit of NXT this morning. The, the guy they rebooted, the Mexican dude who had the chick talking for him. I don't remember his name. He had some shitty face gimmick. Now he's like a heel, I guess. No way, Jose. Sure. No, he's let's not go with, let's not, he's might as well making... be. Might as well be. Another guy with a shitty gimmick. But... Oh, uh, Cien Elmas. <laughs> Thank oh, you. Okay, yeah. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah La Sombra. I, I was cooking when I had NXT on. I was a pay too much attention. So, gotta cook that math, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I, I'm just, I, I'm really, I'm, I'm finding myself less and less, like, and it's hard to say this, but I'm almost at GT levels with WWE. I, I say that every fall, it's been, there's, speaking of traditions, yes, we have them, this is mine. Just, I don't know. I really don't know. Like, the Goldberg thing, I'm not interested in that. Like, I, I appreciated it, but <laughs> this show is going to be on Entering the Walking Dead, so fuck that. And uh, it might be a hockey <laughs> game on later, so I'll probably watch that. Yeah, I don't know what's got me. What do you, what's got you guys interested? I'm gonna fear this fucking recap bullshit either way. It's a draw. In WWE explicitly, because I'm curious, what what actually has you watching? Well, this to be honest, I haven't been. <laughs> um, Habits. I don't have much. I don't really watch much TV, and I don't have cable, so this is what I get. <laughs> I watch out of habit, and I have not watched the first hour of Raw since Gotham came back on. Interestingly enough, that's supposed to be the only good hour. Go figure. Yeah. Huh. That's usually, kind of shitty, because, like, usually, we're at some point where we're pretty much into the product, and, I mean, the caliber of wrestlers is at a higher level, but yeah, yeah. that doesn't seem to make a difference, does it? They they have these outstanding people, but then the product and what they're doing with those people is either so stagnant or just so unwatchable that it almost doesn't matter who they have. Yeah. I mean, I haven't really, like, been into much wrestling. Like, I've been watching. I just haven't been into it. Like, even Lucha Underground has been great, but I'm just like, oh, great, it's Wednesday, time to watch wrestling again. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's kind of gotten to the point where we're oversaturated. Yeah, I think that's that's probably it for me, because 
there's Wrestling Monday, there's Wrestling Tuesday, and there's Wrestling Wednesday, and there's pay-per-views every goddamn other week. And those are the nights I work, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So on my way to work, every single night, I'm watching wrestling. Yeah, see, that's why I backed off. I just, just too much. It was, well, like, I think it was at one time, it was, what, back, what was it, a while back, during the WWE, CW days, it was, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, sometimes Saturday, you know? Yeah. It's like, you know, I was looking back, like, holy shit, this is just too much. Yeah. Do you well, find yourself a- backing off at that time, too? I, I, that's when I started. I, that's when I felt I needed to start backing off. That's know? how we found our ECW reviewer was he was the only guy on the message board during ECW. <laughs> he was talking to himself. <laughs> I'm like, you know, since you're doing this anyway, <laughs> why don't you come work for us? <laughs> I think, though, it's a combination of complete oversaturation plus just a mediocre at best product because if it were all compelling, Oh my God, there's so much of it, but I don't want to miss anything. It would be different. And those of us who are old enough to remember actually watching the Monday night wars the first time, Mm -hmm. uh, myself and my brother and our mutual buddy, Dave would, we'd go to our house and the shows were staggered by an hour So we would watch the first hour of Raw, flip over to WCW, watch the entire show that they had, and then flip back to Raw for the repeat that started at 10. And that didn't count pay-per-views or the smaller shows during the week, but we religiously watched all of that because even though some of it, looking back on it, was kind of awful, it was intriguing enough and entertaining enough that you really didn't want to miss anything and that is pretty much the opposite of where we are now you just uh, wwe you didn't care you couldn't care that much wwe at the time had actual competition and that made them actually want to put on a better show yeah and every week kind of ended with some sort of cliffhanger and you wanted to know what was going to happen so yeah. it would make you tune in the following week i, I think one of the actual problems is the serious lack of storylines. Mm. I mean, you can say the, the in-ring, in-ring product is great, which it is, but if people don't care about the matches, they don't care. Right. And that was why SmackDown was so good, and that was why Lucha Underground is so good, because they actually had compelling storylines. I mean, I don't care much about Raw, but I still enjoy SmackDown. Because I still enjoy things like I enjoy James Ellsworth's story. Hmm. I mean, it's completely fucking ridiculous, but it's fun to watch. Yeah, I tuned in for And that's how Heath Slater became one of the most popular guys there is, and how Broken Matt Hardy is one of the most popular guys there is. It's because you're invested in their stories. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that just doesn't exist on Raw. You don't give a shit about anyone on Raw. That's why I enjoyed the Goldberg thing so much. I was like, shit I love this guy because he was just so compelling and it's that word it's compelling mm-hmm. Raw just it isn't it's no. not compelling at all there's no reason to watch and that's that's the real issue and it's affecting everything except maybe Lucha Underground and Smackdown because NXT isn't compelling TNA outside of Broken Matt that's not compelling and yeah, 
Man, it's man, a real issue. Remember the NWO? Remember <laughs> <laughs> Bret Hart? <laughs> okay, the Attitude Era had some problems, but almost everyone had a storyline. Yeah. <clears throat> no, everybody had a story. I remember they used to fire. They used to fire writers for not for not having a storyline for everybody. That was whatever. I think I heard the rumor it was either a rumor or that that was how it was back then. Like you had everybody had something on the you know had a storyline. If they didn't, if, if the writers didn't come up with a storyline for any for everybody, they were freaking fired. <clears throat> what are you doing with D'Lo? Nothing. Well, you're a you're just that. It sounds stupid, but. It's fucking brilliant. He's the European champion, so he goes around Europe. Yeah. <laughs> and lots With of them were ridiculous, but they were fun. Yeah. I think that's it. I don't oh, have... Venus getting his dick chopped off. It's ridiculous. I... Choppy, choppy, oh, you pee-pee! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, maybe I, I think that's... I think he summed it up. I think wrestling just isn't fun anymore i mean there's like obvious exceptions and oh, i know to some uh, to yeah, exceptions come on oh come on how, how could you not tell me meat was not was not the greatest thing you ever thought <laughs> <laughs> pms <laughs> i'm saying though like there are some exceptions to to me saying that wrestling isn't fun anymore like jericho Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I know, I think G is sick of them, but the New Day. I'm sick. Well, no. <laughs> I, redundant? Yeah. Yeah. They have moments even then within it. I, hell, I'd even say the same thing about Unsummon Cast, and, you know, shame on me for watching NXT with them for three years, but that, that, I mean, that that's a kind of a product of watching that stuff. Yeah. But, you know, they it's tough. It's just like I'm with you guys. And that that's really pretty much it. Like there's just is there enough little moments to make make you tune in for the whole time? And I know a lot of people are watching like the YouTube recaps now and they're getting really high hits on that. So, you know, they're making money. Which is how I watched Raw for a little while, because it was like, OK, this show is so fucking terrible that I'm not going to invest all this time in it. I at at that point I was like, you know what? I don't even care about spoilers or anything. Like, so when Raw's on, I'm just sitting on Facebook on my phone. I'm not even like, you know, giving a shit if anybody's gonna spoil Raw for me or whatever. And then I'd watch the YouTube highlights. And if there was something that was like shortened on YouTube that I wanted to see, I'd go back and I'd find a way to watch it. And I think I was happier then <laughs> because this. Show is not worth the three-hour investment. It's not even worth the two hours that I put into it every Monday now. Just, it's not fun anymore. There's, and there's too much. Three hours of anything is too much. Yeah, like, watching wrestling shouldn't be a chore. No. No. Mm-hmm. No, absolutely not. It shouldn't be. It should be fun. Mm-hmm. That's why I like indie shows. I go and I have fun for three hours. Hell, even you know WWE house shows are fun because yeah. they'll do stuff that they can't do on TV. Like with mm-hmm. uh, oh, what was it? Uh, Kevin Kevin Owens doing uh, People's Elbow. <laughs> 
And the worst part about it is I let somebody talk me into going to Raw in, in November. That's your birthday present. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> well, now you get to go see your old favorite Goldberg. Yeah. Laura, Laura says Laura says you don't watch Raw because John Cena isn't on the show. That's for the reason. <laughs> John Cena's not on but SmackDown either. I still watch that. <laughs> Are you watching that for AJ Styles? <laughs> watching it for James Ellsworth. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah uh, no my friend goes uh, goes oh you're coming to RAW with me on November fourteenth I'm like maybe <laughs> I don't really want to he's like no that wasn't a question Joe <laughs> <laughs> no and she goes oh nobody wants to go with me I'm like all right fine I'll go like I really don't wanna but what the fuck ever it's the day after my birthday I might as well fucking go. Did you say there's a reason nobody wants to go with you and it's nothing to do with you? <laughs> no, I didn't, but I don't know. I, I I think it should be obvious by the fact that I don't want to go, you know, like if I don't want to go to wrestling, you know it's bad. Well, I haven't been to a do I, is you go and you have a sign that says my friend made me come here. I might do that. <laughs> I haven't been to a WWE show, I think, since, since Battleground? WWE, no, so I think I think uh, Battleground was after that, and I think that was the last one I went to. The first yeah, Battleground. Battleground. Power failure. Episode. Yeah, power failure. Yeah. Redacted was the only guy chanting bullshit, but somehow the entire arena was chanting it. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Reddit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, show so bad the power fell asleep. <laughs> it's almost like Crazy Town was there. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but yeah, I think. Uh, you know, I used to get excited about WWE coming to town. I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta go. Like Monday Night Raw's coming. We gotta go. Let's go. Who's coming with me? You know. Now it's just like, do I have to go? I don't want to go. Like I'd like to see Enzo and Cass, and I'd like to see the New Day. I wouldn't mind seeing Jericho, but fucking Goldberg's there. I don't want to go. <laughs> just call her and explain to her, articulate or articulate the idea that you're dead. <laughs> Goldberg's in the main event, so just leave early, beat the traffic. That's true. Mm -hmm. Or just do what I would do and just get wildly drunk. <laughs> Prediction: Goldberg versus Jinder Mahal on that episode. <laughs> oh please, <did> that happen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, the Jew versus the terrorist. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Leave it to noise. Uh, battle for the He's ages. right, though. It kind of is. Yeah, yeah, huh. yeah. How about that? He's not a terrorist. He's a he's a he's he's an enlightened individual who does yoga. <laughs> That's his gimmick now. Calgarian. Yeah, right. But that is actually his gimmick. It is. Even though he's only had one match with it. Here, I saw him on Superstars. <laughs> No, I didn't. <laughs> I haven't you watched Superstar. Yes. 
I heard about it on Super that it was on Superstars. Yeah, because nobody watches Superstars. So on the, I, I follow the WWE Instagram, and it's like right now it's Jinder Mahal versus I don't even know who his opponent was on Superstars. Like Jack Swagger, <laughs> I the, jumps to the jumpers. <laughs> no, it wasn't Jack Swagger because Jack Swagger went to SmackDown the day after he lost to him on Raw, and then we're supposed to buy him as a big star after he lost to Jinder Mahal the night before. And then he lost again. <laughs> yeah. And then again. No, he won the match with Baron Corbin. And I'm sitting there yeah, and I'm... He lost to Corbin. He won the match with Baron Corbin because you remember they did the, the thing where Corbin was reaching for the ropes and the referee said he tapped out? Oh, yeah, yeah. Which, uh, I meant this week. Yeah, no, this week he lost to Baron Corbin. But no, when he first came to SmackDown, he beat Baron Corbin. Yeah, it looked like he was going to get like a, another push and... Boy, we're real. Pushed we were... off a cliff, maybe. Yeah. But it was like, man, they're stealing all kinds of ideas from this best of seven series between Booker T and Chris Benoit from WCW. <laughs> because that was the finish to one of the matches. Who's Chris Benoit? Yeah. He doesn't exist, so it's not like they've stolen anything. That's true. It's like, this is all original ideas, guys. <clears throat> because you can't search for those matches on the network. <laughs> They you won't come up. <laughs> they won't come up. Maybe if you search for Booker T. No, it <laughs> still won't come up because he's wrestling Chris Benoit. <laughs> so yeah, that's it. You you can't directly search for these matches on the network. So it's like, no, they never really happened. There was no best Booker of seven series. Booker T wasn't reaching for the rope and uh, reaching for the ropes and get you know announced as tapping out. <laughs> all, all the uh, all the videos have been edited, so Benoit just looks all pixelated. So Booker T's wrestling a mosaic. Chris Benoit's pixelated. They put a they put a posted over CM Punk's face on all the network content. And Christian has the blue dot. <laughs> they 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 edited they edited over the uh, commentary, and every time Benoit's name was, they would just say. Wrestler. <laughs> they didn't do that, but they did redo the commentary. <laughs> I remember that being a story, but yeah, apparently they did. I know they had to redo the commentary on all of New Jack's matches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that was because they didn't have the music. It's not because it was... Right, no, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't use the word stab. <laughs> And repeatedly. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was the typical New Jack match. I was talking to somebody yesterday, and I was like, yeah, I met, like, all these wrestlers, and I, you know, I was like, oh, yeah, Sandman, and she's like, oh, you know, she's like, yeah, I've heard of the Sandman, I've heard of Raven, I sent her a picture of, uh, you know, my Facebook cover picture of me getting the beer poured on me by Sandman, and she's like, oh, who is that? It's the Sandman. She's like, oh, maybe I never, maybe I haven't heard of him. (laughs) So I had to like explain to her the Sandman's entrance back in the day, so that I could explain why he was pouring beer on me. <laughs> I don't know. So we have segments that we've been putting off and putting off and putting off. So, bottom five wrestlers anywhere, ever. I'm just sitting this one out because you know what I thought and I thought and I can't I'm not I can't I can't pick a fucking five worst wrestlers ever. I can't name five, but I do have a few. I you came know, up I, with I four, I, I think. But huh? 
I came up with four, and I don't know if I saved the list. <laughs> like, I can think of bad gimmicks, but, it, like, wrestlers, I can't, you know, you can't, you can have a bad gimmick and be a great wrestler. So I, I can't, I, that, so I'm sit, I'm sorry I'm sitting this one out. That's fine. Uh, uh, I oh, sort of a brand new one. I, I think can, I'm up to two. I can spit off the top of my head, I guess, or at least try to. I think that's what I'm going to have to do, because I had a list, and I don't know what I did with it. You forgot to check it twice, Joe. I guess. Uh, I'm going to make a terrible Mick Foley. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, you're missing that Santa-themed Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> that I am. That I am. Yeah, I have no idea where I saved my list to. Oh, well. So who wants to go? Anyone? Bueller. 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 <laughs> We've only been putting the segment off for three weeks. <laughs> well, I suppose the top of my list and just one of the absolute worst people for me, it just based on longevity and everything, is Kelly fucking Kelly. Ooh, that's a good mm. one. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. she worked there for years, and she didn't learn shit. That is a good one. <laughs> I mean, some people are bad because they're not really trained or they weren't doing it for very long, but yeah, she was there for fucking years. But she's and an she still could have learned to run the fucking ropes. She's an exhibitionist. <laughs> she was an exhibitionist who couldn't take her bra. She couldn't even do that properly. <laughs> that's because her boyfriend. That's because her boyfriend Mike Knox stopped her. <laughs> Not the first week. The first week she literally couldn't get the damn thing off. The first week she couldn't you know, do it. You know, one of my favorite memories with her, she was so bad. You know, I'll agree with you. She's so bad. She even caused CM Punk to um. To fluff, to 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 fuck, to fuck something up because I I remember one of the episodes of ECW he asked her out for a drink. Well, CM Punk, you're straight edge. You're not supposed to be drinking because <laughs> he because he and don't say no. It was a soda. He because right after he's like, oh yeah, you can't drink. You're not 21 yet. So he asked her out for a fucking legit drink. So he, he even made CM Punk screw up. She even made <laughs> CM Punk screw up. <laughs> <laughs> And just the other one I just found myself thinking of is Aaron Rex slash Damien Sandow. Really? Because he's a guy who is a great entertainer, but when he doesn't have a character, he's not that good. So for me, that's why he's not doing good in TNA is because he's very character driven. And so in terms of wrestling, as in pure technical ability, he's kind of a letdown, but he's a very entertaining guy. He just can't go. I, I think we'd and be lost the ultimate, uh, whatever her name was. I've completely forgotten her name. Oxana. The one who, who tried to pin someone on their stomach. And oh, Cameron. Oh, yeah. Cameron. Cameron. Yeah. Cameron. Oh, no, noise. Um, what are your thoughts on Eric Escobar? <laughs> inquiring, inquiring Laura Moore wants to know. Is that a Colombian drug lord? <laughs> That might have been a more entertaining gimmick. Was that 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 was the uh, Vicky Guerrero boyfriend, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. 
I remember now, yeah. No opinion, don't care. Ah, <laughs> uh, I mean, I, I think we can't do we can't do a worst wrestlers list without Oksana, right? Mm. Oh, that's true. Headlock of Doom. But you just hate you just hate women. See, no. this is becoming a we hate women thing. No, because <laughs> what, yeah, we, 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 we say, Aaron Rex is on the list. That's that's a guy. Wait, who? Uh, Aaron Rex, Damien Sandow. He wants to think of where women. <laughs> but that's the thing. You're not wrong, and I didn't even consider most of the you know aspiring pole dancers who got hired because <laughs> Johnny Ace was beating it to their picture in a magazine to be wrestlers at all. So yeah, I great think about them. Yeah, you gotta you gotta think a little more carefully and just find reasons to hate people. I don't have a single female on my list, but I, I want to hear Joe's forgotten list. I'm, I'm really curious. <laughs> uh, well, Oksana was definitely on my list. <laughs> I can tell you that much. Uh, yeah, we named an award after her. We did. Mojo Raleigh was also on my list because he's won that award, and and I still like he's on the main roster now, and it's like why. <laughs> Because the hype bros are a thing? I guess. Because it's, someone has pictures of Vince in uncompromising positions. It's a way to get... <laughs> JTG. It's Zach a way Ryder to get uh, Zack Ryder on TV, I guess, is, is why. Yeah, Zack called him a favor. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, who else? Who else? Who else? I don't know. Those are the only two on my list I could think of. But now that I'm thinking of WWE, CW, how about Ricky Ortiz? <laughs> the fact that people are going who kind of proves your point. Break out your Ricky O rally towels. I, 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 <laughs> Lady I, I, Lauren Moore knows who I'm talking about. I remember the name. I just can't picture. <laughs> no, I, I kind of remember him. Kind of, like say kind of. Oh, and uh, New Jack, just because he's a complete piece of shit and he'll now mm. kill me for saying that. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to well, find you first. I don't, yeah. I don't think I don't think New Jack's allowed to travel overseas. <laughs> He's overseas. He's on some sort of no-fly list, I would imagine. He's not even allowed in airports. They don't trust him near a plane. <laughs> TSA is just like, what's with that wagon? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I got to come up with two more, I guess. <laughs> You know, you don't have to come up. If that's all you got, that's all you got. Yeah, that's what I got. <laughs> yeah. I think part of what's hard about this one is that when you're trying to consider who is objectively bad and who you just really could not stand, there is a difference sometimes. Because yeah. I think most of the people that were on my original list, the majority of wrestling fans would probably disagree because they weren't necessarily completely hopeless but I was either just bored to shit or couldn't stand them, and so I figured that counted. But there is yeah. kind of a line there. Yeah, I, I guess it's how you interpret the word bad. Uh, that's the way I looked at it. I, I interpreted it with my personal definition of what that entailed, right? Mm -hmm. Like, what what made me not like this person wasn't necessarily just because of how they wrestled at all. In fact... I got guys on my list that are considered really good. Mm. I fucking hate them. 
You know, I mean, number five, and in, in order, I'll give it them to you right now, and a reason. Number five, Seamus, because fuck Seamus. <laughs> true, true. Okay. Yeah. One of the reasons I don't, I'm not interested in wrestling right now, because of that fucker. So, fuck him. Oh, but like although, you said, uh, he's, he's actually decent. He's just boring as fuck. Yeah, that's it. Although, I have nothing against the guy in the, in, like, in the life. I can't say the same on my whole list, but as a human being, yeah, more power to you. I hope you have a nice life, but as a wrestler, fuck you. <laughs> All right. That, that, that does remind me, like, the, the whole thing Cesaro was doing, like, he was just live streaming himself not watching Seamus. Yeah. Yeah, that's because Seamus did the same thing last week. Oh, this is okay. their idea of a compelling storyline. Oh, okay. And another yeah, fucking example of why war is shit. I thought it was something new, damn it. <laughs> well, maybe, maybe some of my rest of my list will make you guys think of others. So <clears> if you do, uh, we'll, we'll talk to you in a moment. Number four for me was as a kid, as a very little kid watching wrestling, um, it wasn't, Hulk Hogan wasn't my favorite wrestler, but I was a fan. So Paul Orndorff, that motherfucking turning <laughs> asshole. <laughs> I use son of a bitch. Him. Hated Wait, him. Who, who's Paul Orndorff? I know Orndorff, but not Orndorff. He's Canadian. That's what I called when I was a kid, but fuck you. This is your little tea time. Racist? Yeah. You made him hey, wish you... another limp, JT. Good job. Hey, yeah, yeah, racist. What are you talking about, buddy? Fuck him anyway. I yeah, hate I, him, I, so he's gone. <laughs> to me. Yeah, I remember as a kid just not liking him. I didn't like his face. I didn't like his name. Yeah. The heel turned, man. Is like, he the dude with the beautiful mustache? Yes. I don't know. Now, now, yes. Yes. I, I only see red when I see him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a filter on my eyeballs. <laughs> Made out of cellophane. Okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> number three on my list is one that I, I've laughed at and enjoyed, except when he gets in the ring, and that is the mediocre Kali. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Knees of Dust. I can't believe I forgot knee dust. I think he was on my list, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Is that Fat Albert? (laughs) Dirk, 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 Muhammad Jihad, Dirk, Dirk. Okay, number two is, it's, I, I know people are just going to ask, what the fuck are you thinking? But it's explicit to a period of time. Um, I stopped watching wrestling in the mid to late 90s because of all the bullshit magic. Because I was, uh, I don't like the, the characters and that sort of persona stuff. I didn't like that. I was a Stampede Wrestling fan. And so that turned me off. I got back into it later. And the guy who really was the straw I broke the camel's back was... The Undertaker. Wow. Ooh. Number two. I don't care what you think. You oh, made me stop watching wrestling. That's a good reason <laughs> to hate a guy. Now, was it because of uh, his undead uh, wizard gimmick or just yep. the fact that you Okay, you you weren't discrediting his in-ring ability? No, look, great wrestler. Like I said, there's some guys on my list that are technically sound. I especially loved his matches during, you know, the 2000 WrestleMania era. That decade, he had some brilliant stuff, and I, I certainly like that version of The Undertaker. But mm-hmm. st- when we go back to the storytelling and the way it was portrayed, I didn't like wrestling back then because of that. 
and that particular character, it was a huge turnoff. I don't look at it the same now, but again, this is all timeless. So if you make me stop watch wrestling, it's going to be on my list. <laughs> be on the list of G. You, you just, just made, made the made list. The <laughs> <laughs> but that that is a common criticism I've heard of The Undertaker is that, yeah, just it's so stupid and it took him like five to ten years to be good. Yeah, and like the like his whole gimmick in the beginning was don't sell. Magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because <clears throat> Undertaker's I like number Strikes, I'm very interested in number one. <laughs> I liked Dungeons and Dragons as a kid. I, I still kind of like Dungeons and Dragons now, but for some reason, it just wasn't what I wanted out of wrestling at the time. So, what I definitely don't want out of wrestling out of the time made it really easy for me to come up with number one. And it used to be one of my absolute all time favorite wrestlers. And then he fucking murdered his family. How can I not pick Chris Benoit as my worst wrestler? I fucking hate that guy for what he did because he made me hate a guy I loved because of such a heinous act. That's a good reason. Yeah. To me, that was a no-brainer. Like, I, I had no problem. I knew number one right away. Just, I mean, the one wrestler I met as a kid who made me like wrestling more, oddly enough, because my number two was one I never met, but it made me hate wrestling. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because his in-ring was absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely. Yeah. Been, yeah. Just oh, bad, like said, bad you know, life ways. I, I'm gonna have a tougher time with some of the other ones, but coming up with some of those was real easy for me. Yeah. I know we have one other list out there that was figured out. You guys have any more you want to toss that occurred to you? Now that I kind of made you like look at, okay, what does bad mean? <laughs> hmm. well, I I have a I have a few. Um, my, mine are mostly based like on uh, in ring for the most part. Um, uh, st- I'll start off with uh, uh, two words, Jackie Gata. Oh, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Just fucking terrible. Um, she made Trish Stratus look bad in a match. In, in the late 2000s, so for me, almost everyone I've seen is at least competent in the ring. Hmm. Well, with the exception of Eva Marie. <laughs> Eva Marie was on yeah, my list. She's great because she's <laughs> just so fucking entertaining. Her her announcer's more entertaining, I think. I think that's what's <laughs> making the whole thing work. Um, yeah. uh, another one is uh, I I loved the gimmick as a kid, but I didn't care for his in ring and its glacier. Okay. Yeah, the whole, the whole Mortal Kombat thing was pretty cool, and you know he's doing martial arts and shit, but yeah, it wasn't really wrestling. It was a series of moves. Oh god, I've just realized my fifth one, Brutus fucking Beef. Oh god. Mm, yeah, that's man of eighteen faces. <laughs> well, br- brother, you know, dude, he had a lot of plastic surgery. Brother, he he broke his yeah. face in, uh, in a motorcycle accident. He was Talk riding. About- who, who survives was, just by being Hulk Hogan's best friend? Yeah, that dude's an <laughs> asshole too. He was he was riding with Nick, and they got in an accident together, brother. That's how we got the face facial reconstruction, brother. Guy's uh, an asshole too. Cakes, uh, but the, the, next, the next one on my list is uh, Lex Luger. <laughs> <laughs> the dude is just so fucking boring. Yeah, 
Yeah, he always and he always was too. Even when they fucking turned him, when he was the World Bodybuilding guy, Bodybuilding Federation guy, then they tried to turn him into the baby face. Hey, I I went I went to the to see the Lex Express when it stopped at Arby's here in Buffalo. Well, (laughs) I didn't know Arby's sold protein shakes flavored steroids. (laughs) It's uh, Lex Luger's from here. Like like my friend that I'm going to RAW with, like he comes into her work all the time. Like he lives here, and with Lex Luger. So it's like, uh, it's like, you know, he probably was like, "Yeah, I like this Arby's over on Allen Street. Let's go there, <laughs> and we'll sign some autographs." Does Arby's have drive-throughs? Because I'm just trying yes, to they do. That. <laughs> they do. I'm fucking bus driving through a drive-through. <laughs> that Arby's is now a Tim Hortons, by the way, but. Uh... <laughs> But but if we're if we're gonna go with with people close to Hulk Hogan, can can we talk about Horace Hogan? I mean, I, oh, I, yeah, yeah. I mean, yep. can you can you name a less memorable member of the NWO? Did you <laughs> Horace Hogan for a second. I thought that was one of Brutus's gimmicks. No, <laughs> I forgot Horace Hogan was a separate. Yeah, it was Hulk Hogan's know. nephew. Well, well, you know, brother, Park that would have been something. If, you know, if, Mike uh, Awesome was related to Hulk Hogan. You know, you know, dude, dudes. And do that. Um, back back when I worked back when I worked for um, WCW, I had it. Um, Linda Linda put it in the contract that I had to hire fa- they had to hire family brother. So I had to. And then then when the divorce happened, we had to make it. We had to, I got I got I got he got forced into it. That, it wasn't my fault, brother. <laughs> I gotta go. Nick's calling. <laughs> just just like just like brother just like Nick's accent. I didn't teach Nick how to drive. His mom did. That's why. That's why he got those accents, brother. <laughs> so the uh, last two on my list are just self-explanatory, and it's Mantar and the Yeti. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the Yeti. Or Giant Gonzalez, as we also know him as. Yeah, same difference. What about Man Mountain Rock? <laughs> That's a name I haven't heard in a mighty long time. <laughs> what is WWF guitar? Is that the guy that used to play to, to play the guitar in the tie dye T shirt? Yes, <laughs> it was like the legit, like the most coolest. It was like trying to play play the headbangers, <clears throat> but it's like he's freaking wearing a fucking tie dye T shirt. And and playing a WWF shaped guitar. That sounds awesome. <laughs> yeah, because with some of the guitars I've seen, you can't really you can't keep shit on the WWF shaped guitar. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> when Rick Nielsen from Cheap, Cheap Trick Drive plays that freaking five necked guitar uh, thing, you can't really mock it, the WWF shaped guitar. I'd like to see Man Mountain Rock try and play a five neck guitar. Oh, I know, I know. He had to, he's got to learn to play before he fucking... That's true, too. <laughs> well, guaranteed Hogan could play one. Well, well yeah, brother. I taught, I, taught, I, taught, I, taught, I taught Rick Nielsen how to play. I taught fucking Tony Iommi how to play, brother. Three, three of the necks were seven strings. The other two were bass. Uh, talking <laughs> about guitars has reminded me of an honorable, honorable mention. Dale fucking Torborg. Kiss <sighs> Demon. Yes. <laughs> Yes, you talk about you talk about kiss, dude. You know, brother. I, I I actually I actually came up with the idea for the face paint and kiss, brother. 
Gene was Gene was like, I'm, I'm too goddamn ugly. How do I how do I how do I get my how do I sell myself? I was uh, like, dude, I was like, brother, you know something? Face paint, dude. Um, I was gonna say Kogan got the idea when he lifted his head up and cocaine was stuck all over it. I'm flipping through Netflix the other day and I'm just looking for like a documentary to watch and I came across one called Sample This and it's about the song Apache by the Incredible Bongo Band, which is like the most sampled song in hip hop. And uh, Gene Simmons was hosting the documentary. And I'm sitting here. He trademarks to the song. I guess. So I'm sitting here like, why the fuck is Gene Simmons hosting this thing other than money? And then like at the very end, he's like, yeah, the producer was a friend of mine. I'm like, oh, okay. That explains why Gene Simmons is hosting this thing about, about bongo music and hip hop. <laughs> yeah, and he loves money. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, you know something, brother. I, I taught I taught Gene and everything. He knows about making money, brother. So, and then, you know, the next thing you know, I told him, you know, at least he, he hasn't fallen the hard enough times where he has to sue a web, have sex with a friend's wife and and, and sue a website for it, brother. He, at least he's he, he was smart enough to keep his money. Unfortunately, my half of mine went to Linda a bit, too, brother. Little known fact: uh, Gene Simmons actually partially owns the name of Hulk Hogan. <laughs> yeah, Linda got that part in the divorce. Linda, that was in the, that was in the divorce paperwork for some reason. Uh, Gene Simmons now owns half of Gawker. <laughs> well, why do you think the lawsuit was so? Why do you think the lawsuit was so big, brother? <laughs> Uh, we got one more or less for sure. You ready, bud? Yeah. What's who's, up? Who's this? What? Who's doing There's what? One list less. Who's it? What? Who's doing what? what? Huh? We said we said one more list. So whose is it? Is it Drow? Oh. Are we waiting for her? Yep. <clears throat> I think she's dead. No, her list is impossible because no. there's no bad wrestlers in New Japan. <laughs> You have never seen a Ryusuke Taguchi match, then. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> fucking New Japan. Get the fuck out of here. Oh, How dare you? Captain New Japan's awesome. All right. Uh, oh, he's not Captain New Japan anymore. He is now the Bone Soldier and had quite possibly the worst match that anyone has had there in a while the other night, but that's as may be. No, no if, uh, if, if that isn't a porn name, I've never heard one. <laughs> yeah... Unfortunately, it came from a Bullet Club shirt, so you can justify it, but yeah, it has porn written all over it. Yeah. Or it's the name of uh, Ken Bones' new rap album. <laughs> oh, God. Why? Uh... Because the internet's a thing. <laughs> it is. Well, Great Kali was on my list, so that's been covered already, and... Seamus was on my list, too, so that's two out of five. Um, Randy Orton was on my list because I have never seen anybody suck the life out of a building the way that he does when he enters the ring. He's just, I don't care how technically sound his wrestling may be. He's awful. I cannot imagine anybody paying to see him unless what you're paying for is to flee the building at once. Um, and I enjoyed him when he first came in and he was doing that, those break-ins with the RNN when he had that shoulder injury and you know, they would just come in and interrupt like world title matches. And he would tell everybody how 
his shoulder was doing great and you know this really hot nurse gave him some jello and you know just it was ridiculous but it was really entertaining and when he came back from that shoulder injury he was the chinlock king that we know so well so i just can't stand him got no use for him don't care so i'll, I'll give him one credit though he does have a really good power slam like it's one of the best i've seen yeah it is if you think of uh, I'm, I'm sorry like folks. The, uh, the, the guy's head's like an inch above the ground and just makes it look effortless well, he's not a terrible wrestler i just absolutely cannot stand him and think that if we're going by our definition of bad, like G said, I have to put him on there. Yeah, it's 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 subjective. Like, and I... unfortunately, uh, JT Orton is under repair right now, so um, he's <laughs> off of repair right now, so he can't he can't comment this week. He needs an oil change, but JT can't afford oil anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> he tried using uh, used vegetable oil, and it went horribly, horribly wrong. Yeah. <laughs> dead air. Oh, I thought my computer I thought, I thought broke I lost again. You guys for a second. No, we just had dead air Maybe for a we second. Did. Yeah. It's just us three. Oh. Oh, that's oh, four. That's four. Wait. G G Speaking what, of G four, who's number four? What do you mean, who's There's number four? There's six of us, Mark. Wasn't, no, I mean, wasn't Autumn third on the list? Oh, I'm yeah. Number, yeah um... I'm a free man. <laughs> <laughs> She's only got, like, what, two more left, right? Yeah, the, and the last two I had were actually... Um, there are bad wrestlers in New Japan. One of them is Yujiro Takahashi, the Tokyo pimp, who is god-awful. And then Tangaroa, the absolutely worthless brother of... Ming's good son, and uh, <laughs> that is my list. All right. All right. I just want to hit the break song. Yes. Sure. Noise. What's the break song? Uh, this is a song I stumbled upon this week, and I'm picking it purely for the name. It's called "The Lunatic Fringe." Mm-hmm. Sadly, it's not about Dean Ambrose, and it's by the band Red Rider. I assure you there is a song after the one minute long intro of nothingness. Okay then. Here's one minute long intro of nothingness and a song on Board Wrestling Fan Radio.
we're back, because I hit the wrong button and couldn't find the Bill After thing. Hi, this is Bill After. <laughs> you stupid marks haven't read my book yet. I fixed wrestling, so go read it now. <laughs> Wherever books are sold. <laughs> it's a good book. Read it. What's it called again? Wrestling was broken. This is how I fixed it, or something like that. <laughs> Uh, oh wow! I I wrote is wrestling fixed and yeah it it just all comes up is wrestling fixed. I didn't know it was broken. <laughs> oh, also written by Jerry the King And if you're a bored wrestling fan, I suggest okay, you, you order my book is wrestling fixed. I didn't know it was broken, and maybe you'll get unbored. Unbored. David Fuller posted a picture of him with Bill Apter yesterday. It's, you know, last night I was watching uh, It's Good to Be King, the, the Jerry Lawler documentary, right? And uh, he starts talking about Andy Kaufman, and I'm like, oh, Andy Kaufman, as Bill Apter told me, is the right way to say it. And then the next shot is Bill Apter saying, yeah, Andy Kaufman met me backstage at Madison Square Garden. Like, like oh, okay, there you go. There's, there's Bill Apter. <laughs> I, I Just, imagine. Mostly footage of him trolling high schools. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trolling for high schools. <laughs> Oddly enough, it's not. <laughs> oh, that that book is number thirty-six in books, biographies, and memoirs, sports and outdoors, boxing, wrestling, and MMA slash wrestling. <laughs> and I like to think that's all thanks to us. Yes. Yes. Nobody would have bought Bill's book if it wasn't for us. <laughs> <laughs> People yeah. didn't know who Bill After was until he came on our show. Yeah. And 35 people know. <laughs> hey, apparently uh, Pat Patterson has a book called Accepted, How the First Gay Superstar Changed WWE. <laughs> with a foreword by Vince McMahon. But I looked it up because I was like, did he release a book about being gay before he came out? But no, this was released this year. Ah. Uh. So so it came out after he it came out after he came out yeah yeah it came out after he did <laughs> because we didn't know before ah <laughs> uh, what's going on in new japan anything anything new anything interesting yeah they are setting up for the last show before wrestle kingdom power struggle is pretty much the last real show they've got essentially a big series of house show events for the tour, but this is really pretty much going to be it because World Tag League is kind of considered a blow-off, and it's going to be somehow involved in Wrestle Kingdom anyway, so Power Struggle is where we finish setting the table for Wrestle Kingdom, so to speak. They've had two... Road 2 shows already, and Power Struggle itself is uh, Saturday, November 5th. And what's lined up for that is, first of all, the finals of the Super Junior Heavyweight Tag Team Tournament, which so far is actually looking really cool. I wasn't familiar with all of these teams because they have brought in people from all over. It's not just New Japan guys and the occasional Ring of Honor guy, they have a bunch of guys from Mexico. They have some people from Pro Wrestling Noah. They've got, you know, 
quite the shakeup with this, and the matches that they had were not only pretty good, but the outcomes were actually a bit unexpected and kind of exciting. They had the second half of the show. The first round, you had Rapongi Vice of Rocky Romero and Beretta against Titan and uh, Angel Dioro. Rapongi Vice has had you know, dissent teased, but they actually came out on top and won this. You could tell that Rocky Romero had done a lot of wrestling in Mexico because the exchanges between him and both of the other luchadors were pretty great. And I did not expect Rapongi Vice to win this. I thought, you know, Rocky's going to eat the pin again and they're going to continue being unhappy with each other until they break up but they actually got the win here, so Beretta kind of had to be nice about it. The shocker was the second match, which had Ryusuke Taguchi, uh, master of the butt-based offense, and a luchador called Fuego, and they were out there to have a good time, and it showed. I can't believe that I was actually, you know, cheering for a Taguchi match, but it was fun, and they squared off against, if you can believe this, Tiger Mask and Jushin Thunder Liger. They pinned Liger for the win here. That was just completely unexpected by everybody. The main event of the whole show, though, you had the current junior heavyweight champs, the Young Bucks, and they were fighting against one of the most anticipated teams in the whole tournament, and that's the combination of ACH, whom American fans might know from a variety of places, and Ishimori from Pro Wrestling Noah. These guys are freaking brilliant. I had not seen them tag together. This match was amazing. It went almost 18 minutes, and at one point you had ACH and one of the Bucks essentially trying to outdo one another like you know one of the bucks would kick Ishimori in the face and knock him off the apron ACH would give him a look like oh okay and then do the exact same thing to the other guy's tag team partner and they went through about four different moments of that and just if you don't see anything else and it's a road two show so a lot of it's skippable but this main event is totally worth hunting down and watching because ACH and Ishimori are a fantastic tag team, and this particular match was super, super good. Uh, the Bucks lost, so the champions lost in the first round. Unfortunately, that probably means there's going to be a three or four team match at the Tokyo Dome for Wrestle Kingdom, and those are... Those are never as much fun as they could be because just that many people, it becomes way too spot-heavy even for a junior tag match. But ACH and Ishimori are gold, and you've really got to check that out. Now, the other half of the card, uh, you had you know, some young Lions debuting against you know, the dads of New Japan, Yuji Nagata, Kojima, and Tenzan. Yeah, they got their asses handed to them, but they were on fire and when one of them charges across the ring to punch Nagata in the face you know this is a different group of guys and you know, even that was fun 
uh, Bone Soldier and Takahashi against Yoshitatsu and Nakanishi. Just kill me now. I, I will not endure that. Uh, Bullet Club versus Chaos continues again in an eight-man tag where you had um, the Gorillas of Destiny, Chase Owens, and Kenny Omega against Yoshihashi, Tomohiro Ishii, Goto, and Okada. So Chaos picks up the win there. The eight-man tag that followed that was by far the most interesting tag match of the whole show because you had all four members of Los Ingobernables with Juice Robinson, Makabe, Tanahashi, and Shibata. Almost all of those pairings break down into power struggle matches because Tanahashi's got a one-on-one with Sonata to try to avenge his loss in the first round of G1. Shibata's got his never title on the line against Evil after Evil attacked him after his match at King of Pro Wrestling. Bushi is going to defend his junior heavyweight title against a uh, damaged and injured Kushida who was not on this show, but he's got a title match too. So there was a lot going on there. And then the last match from that one... I'm not a young lion anymore. David Finley fought Will Ospreay. Will Ospreay has bleached blonde hair. He looks like Draco Malfoy became a wrestler, (laughs) which, you know, if they're turning him heel, I have no problem with that because that could kind of work. Um, And then some of it was the same on the show last night. The road two shows do tend to be kind of repetitive Bone Soldier lost to a young lion, so he can just commit seppuku right now. ACH and Ishimori beat the tag team of Jushin Liger and Titan. So apparently some uh, partner swapping was going on here. Taguchi and Fuego beat Tiger Mask and Angel Del Oro. Then Chaos versus Bullet Club again. Uh, Will Ospreay, Goto, Yoshihashi, and Ishii beat Chase Owens, Takahashi, and Gorillas of Destiny. Yoshitatsu and Juice Robinson. I actually felt bad for Juice Robinson about this. He's been doing really well. Why would you saddle him with Yoshitatsu and drag him down like that? But uh, they got the win over David Finley and Tanahashi, of all people, so that was a bit of a shock. Uh, The Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, the elite, fought Rapongi Vice and Okada, and they beat them. And then, closing everything out, Los Ingobernables, all four of them, beat all four of the third generation, the dads of New Japan. So LIJ's looking pretty strong going into this, which is important because three of them have, well, all four of them have matches, but three of them are title matches. So the card for Power Struggle on the fifth, you're going to have the two winning junior heavyweight tag teams to determine who gets a shot at the Bucks, I'm assuming. Then you've got the other tag team titles, the heavyweight tag team titles. Gorillas of Destiny will defend and please let them lose to Yoshihashi and Ishii. Everybody thought it was going to be Goto and Ishii, and Goto's just kind of disappeared after Omega beat him. And so a lot of people are wondering, okay, they can't just ignore him. What are they going to do with him? Are they going to do a repackaging? Are they going to do some, you know, him turning on chaos story, you know, what's going to happen with Goto? Cause we really have no idea right now, 
Bushi from LIJ defends his junior heavyweight title against Kushida, who he has pretty badly injured at the last show. Shibata defends the Never title against Evil. Tanahashi tries to get his win back in a one-on-one against Sonata. And then in the main event, Naito defends the Intercontinental title against Jay Lethal. It was supposed to be Michael Elgin, but with his orbital fracture from Naito kicking him in the face, he's out of action at the moment. So they replaced him with Jay Lethal because they're kind of feuding anyway. And, you know, in a pinch, you got to do what you got to do. So that's what we're looking at now. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. Wake up, everybody! <laughs> hey, we're here. Wasn't I, I? Wasn't I? Wasn't sure if you were done. So <laughs> wake wake uh, up, wrestling fans! Wake up! It's feeding time. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, James Ellsworth, Ellsworth posted a while ago. <laughs> Damn you, awesome hockey game. Now I'm tired. Hashtag Stanley Cup final. Hashtag legend. Yes, and meanwhile, speaking of legends, let's uh, let's take a trip to JT land. Damn straight, motherfuckers. You know I'm a legend. You guys, <laughs> you know I'm a real. 20 bucks, little man, so I can pretend that I have fans. Tip it, tip it, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Typical Friday night, watch The Exorcist by my by myself, then sleepwalk to Olive Garden, dive headfirst into bowl of pasta <laughs> for a wake up call. <laughs> if Trump becomes president, orange is the new black. <laughs> Rent. Hashtag what makes me anxious. <laughs> Somebody called me a nasty woman, and I took it as a compliment. <laughs> Meat sauce. Hashtag everyday vampire problems. <laughs> Goldberg wins. Goldberg's wins and my losses are real close in comparison. <laughs> Only thing that separates me and Goldberg is that he doesn't put cheese on his meat sauce. <laughs> I wish I. Oh wait, no, I got. Oh sorry, I gotta. I gotta get J. J. Polly. J. T. Polly voice says, "I wish I was Goldberg's son." <laughs> <laughs> Goldberg taught me how to read. I am the black Goldberg. I would be called Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> good night in Poke- Good night in Pokemon. Go fuck yourselves. The Elton Bland play like the Elton John, but still he have my respect for him. He make he make the money more than he take the money. <laughs> the, yeah, whatever. I read that right. If you think you get anything without the hard work, training, and the practice, you are a dumb, low-life son of a bitch jabroni. And go fuck yourself. <laughs> Fact check. Iron Sheik, the legend of the earth. I suplex the Nintendo Switch. Now everybody go fuck yourself and vote. The James Ellisworth lucky I don't fucking break his neck. Wake up! Don't be a fucking lazy jabroni. <sighs> And if Ellsworth is immune to the chin lock, he could probably get out of a camel clutch. Yeah. <laughs> no chin music. And, that, and that's what I mean about it being entertaining as fuck. Just right. No chin music. Yes, exactly. <laughs> ah, who's sponsoring this show this week? 
Uh, no, no sponsor today, but I got uh, Jim Cornette to say a few words. Oh, okay. Guys, I need to talk to you about something that just pissed me off. I was watching Raw this past Monday. I know what you're thinking. Jim Cornette watched Monday Night Raw? Yeah, I fucking did. But that's neither here nor there. The point I'm trying to get to is this. Michael goddamn Cole might possibly be retarded. <laughs> I know, I know. All you internet smarts have been saying that shit for years. I've known Cole for a long time, and he's a nice enough guy. But if Vince McMahon wasn't in his ear all the goddamn time, he, would know, he wouldn't know whether to wipe his ass or wind his fucking watch. <laughs> We all know he can't call a match to save his life. After all the all the years he's been in that fucking company, the guy still doesn't know an armbar from a goddamn salad bar. <laughs> I can go on, I can go on and on about the same fucking rhetoric you nerds have been preaching on behind your keyboard and your motherfucking podcast. But this, this is what got my fucking dander up. If you haven't been living under a rock, you know Bill Goldberg was on Raw to accept the match against Brock Lesnar. We all know his history, blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to take anything away from Goldberg. He was a major draw for WCW. He had a hell of a run. But Cole calling him the greatest WCW champion of all time is by far the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. And I've been in the same room as Vince Russo. <laughs> was he a good champion? Fuck yeah, he was. The guy had the size, the intensity, and a powerful but limited moveset. The guy could fight, but he wasn't a wrestler. That's what prevents him from being great. Seriously, how the fuck you gonna put Bill Goldberg over guys like Ric Flair, Sting, Randy Savage, Vader? Hell, I'd even put Booker T over him. Put, it, put, put him on that kind of pedestal just to promote a match, let alone a motherfucking video game, makes me almost ashamed to have been affiliated with those fucking clowns. Now, I know I'm getting a little long-winded, so I'm gonna end it here. I just had to get that off my chest. I can believe you took that from the Jim Cornette podcast. <laughs> Nope, I spent two hours fucking writing that shit last night. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> I've been I've been watching nothing but like Jim Cornette shoot interviews while Matt was, works. Yeah, I've been doing that too to just try to get the voice, and I know I have didn't nail it. But. And and I've interviewed Jim Cornette, and damn, that was pretty damn good. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it was. Who'd we lose? We lost Coaster. <laughs> no. Got his oh, there he is. Okay. <laughs> you say nice things about him, and he goes away. I, I see that. Well, I I guess with this uh, new iPhone update, if I hit the lock screen, um, it ends the call. Huh. Hmm. Yeah. All right. So you were you were saying something about singing my praises? What? Yeah, I, that was a that was a very 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 good Jim Cornette. <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate that. I wasn't sure how well that was going to pan out. <laughs> well, like I said, I've been listening to Jim Cornette shoot interviews lately, and we've had him on the show. And you know, wasn't the baddest by a Jar Jar Binks impression. You know, Jar Jar Binks can go fuck himself with a goddamn pole. Jar Jar, he's from he's from a guy who carry a tennis racket around. This <laughs> fucking Russo can have goddamn Jar Jar Banks up his fucking ass on a pole mat. Oh. All right. <laughs> Nothing in G's segment. I Move on. It. We're running late. Yeah. News is, 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 is stupid, sexy Flanders and all kinds of crap that I'm not going to read this week because it's long and we're running late. Why do you write this? <laughs> Friendly yeah, reminder. Is the Bullet Club going to debut soon? <laughs> <laughs> Quite relevant. 
uh, we're going to, we're, we're, uh, yeah, and uh, cheap heat and, you know, spatula city, spatula city, spatula city, and all that jive. And, and a new sponsor, the Gogin. All right. Charge her, <laughs> You're fired. You said no fire me. I's a, I's a bombad general. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put that fucking Gungan's head on a goddamn pike. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, I all right. I call for executive powers <laughs> in the Senate. Well, if it's anything like Star Wars, he'll only appear on this one episode, and that's it. Mm. <laughs> all right, all right. Our <laughs> condolences to the friends, family, and fans of Gene Frenchie Martin Kanye, who passed away Friday morning at the age of 66. He'd been battling cancer for some time and recently gone into hospice care. Boo. Yeah, boo. Boo. I'll save you booing for the next one. Yeah. Paige proposed to Alberto Del Rio, and Del Rio accepted, which means they are now engaged to be married. I saw yes, a zombie. That is what happens when someone I accepts s- a proposal. I saw a zombie Paige wrestling figure at Walmart yesterday. <laughs> yeah, I've seen those. I've, I've seen the- all the difference. That, 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 that's, that wasn't a zombie Paige. That's just her future. Yeah, <laughs> that's just cocaine yeah, Paige. That's, that's true. That's true. Uh, it turns out, according to Angela Velkiv. Angela Velke, Alberto Del Rio's wife, uh, her attorney, Raymond Raffle, his client is still legally married to Mr. Del Rio. No, they are far from it at this stage. Of course, Paige should watch carefully how Alberto is denying and treating his current wife and the mother of his children in this divorce. History repeats itself. But she has his name tattooed on her. I know. The fuck? (laughs) Because she's a fucking moron. (laughs) Not everybody is happy Paige got engaged. Her father, Triple H, posted and then took down (laughs) or made private this statement. Putting this out there, saying no more about it to anyone, I am totally against my daughter marrying that man. Statement over. It comes from her actual dad, not Triple H. Right. Following her next surgery... Following her next surgery Wednesday, Paige took to social media to update everybody on her progress. Surgery went well. The hernia was bigger than expected, and my neck was straightened. Now this girl has three screws in her neck. And about five missing from her head. (laughs) Yeah. Paige and Del Rio are indeed heavily featured in the first few episodes of the new season of Total Divas, and she's only been absent from recent promos due to her neck injury. But there's no reason to think the two of them couldn't be edited out of later season episodes at any point, given Del Rio's departure and Paige's currently acrimonious relationship with WWE. And if you were watching carefully to the intro video for Monday Night Raw, Paige was edited out and replaced by T.J. Perkins. I wasn't watching carefully. <laughs> yeah, neither oh, was I. I wasn't even movie. watching. I was watching Gotham. Oh, if only they had the old opening. He would have been perfect for the press X to reload thing. Yeah, he would have been. <laughs> Undertaker recently had hip surgery, which explains the social media pictures of him being on crutches, but that's all we know. The seriousness of the surgery, the length of time it could put him on the shelf, and whether or not he'll work WrestleMania, all unknown. Are you saying he's old as fuck? Yes. <laughs> Hideo Itami's... He's really not that old. I only heard he's like 52 or some shit like that. In wrestling, that's old. Yeah. Well, yeah, in wrestling, that's yeah, old. Goldberg, in wrestling, that's... 50. Like, yeah, but Goldberg wrestled for like three years. <laughs> you, know, you, you, you think like old, you think like, okay, Iron Sheik's in his 70s. That's old. Yeah. Yeah, but it's about how old you are on the inside, and he's like dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, yeah, that's why he's the dead man. <laughs> he's living the gimmick. <laughs> <laughs> 
He's 50, but he has the legs and soul of a 200-year-old man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My Undertaker is actually dead. <laughs> Hideo, Itami's, Hideo Itami's neck injury is expected to keep him sidelined for two months. Uh, this guy can't catch a break. Well, I mean, you know, in the figurative sense. <laughs> Uh, according to new medical research, both Balls Mahoney and Axel Rotten were diagnosed with chronic traumatic, uh, some big word, in postmortem exams, which means they were suffering from uh, they were suffering from it before their untimely deaths. Both were known for taking chair shots to the head in their matches, so it really shouldn't come as a surprise. Some big word is that a technical term? Uh, yes, and, and <laughs> it's I pronounced it badly, but CTE basically. Yeah. Yeah. Their brains were mush. Right. Well, even if pronounced badly in a British accent, it sounds right. Right. <laughs> well, 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 you know something, dudes and dudettes? I actually created a cure for that. But unfortunately, they wouldn't, Vince wouldn't let me sell it to the wrestlers, dudes. Hogan never sold anything. <laughs> Brooke got it because her last album failed. <laughs> WWE has confirmed three new recruits. Uh, three new recruits arrived at the Performance Center. You may know them better as Tommy End, Big Demo, and Crazy Mary Dobson. <coughs> Due to an undisclosed shoulder uh, er, <laughs> shoulder injury, because WWE, right? <laughs> due, to, due to an undisclosed injury, Chris Saban st- uh, Chris Saban was pulled from ROH last night and replaced by Jay White. I bet it was his shoulder. Just, you're automatically reading shoulder before injury. <laughs> I am. It's so. It's just. That's that's an every week thing now, now which, right? Which which shoulder was it? The one that he points points to the other hand with, or is it the one that he holds up? <laughs> <laughs> you're mocking. You're, you're mocking the Motor City machine guns and and draws on this show. Do you have a death wish? You guys all mock me, so fuck you. Guys. <laughs> yeah, but dude, you make it so easy. She might actually kill you. <laughs> She's got to find me first. <laughs> I got his address. <laughs> yeah, everybody in guns. Uh, that doesn't necessarily mean I'll be here when she gets here. She'll wait for you. <laughs> Dude, Just le- listen in the distance for charge our banks and you'll find them. <laughs> <laughs> You, you just look for the tilted kilt. He'll probably be there. Yeah. Yeah. He'll check in. Just he will. <laughs> He'll tag G, is, too. The funny yeah. thing is, the funny thing is, is um, you a lot of people can't find the tilted kilt that's, that's in Syracuse because it's hidden. Well, it's either that or Planet Fitness. Yeah. Well, speaking of being <clears throat> in hidden places. It appears Ricochet was pulled from New Japan's Power Struggle card due to a conflicting booking with Lucha Underground. I really hope that's the case, and he's not been busted with weed. That's what everybody oh, no. was saying. It's like, oh, how much weed did he have? But <laughs> you know, yeah, that's the problem with the Lucha Underground contracts, because they're TV show contracts. They're not wrestling contracts, and they get priority over every other thing that he does. So mm. it didn't well, see, matter what he had scheduled. If if he left Lucha Underground now, he wouldn't be able to join WWE until his character dies or whatever. Right. <laughs> Uh, it wasn't his weed. He was holding it for Matt Seidel. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least he has flexibility for the, the television for New Japan, though. Who are they replacing him with, then? Are they going to even bother? Or... 
But yeah, uh, it, it's, it's a little bit complicated. <laughs> they um, they basically made it a singles match, and they're postponing <clears throat> his match until the 25th, so Tuesday, I think that is, because it was... It was not something that was going to be a long-term delay, because all joking aside, he was not a dumbass like Matt Seidel. So they just shifted the card around, and he'll get his match on Tuesday. Okay, fair enough. They work around it, then. They kind of have to. Yeah, I mean, they really want him full-time once the Lucha Underground thing is over with, so they're willing to work with him. Well, more power to you, and then you can basically take the best deal available. That's good. Drew Galloway's first match back from injury will be against Tomoaki Hanma during New Japan's... <laughs> I can't talk, man. During New Japan... I can't even speak the English words right now. You expect me to get the Japanese ones right. <laughs> during New Japan's UK tour on November 11th. Uh, I'm disappointed this is the first I'm hearing of this tour. Fucking New Japan, and they're bringing Drew Galloway. I need to find out where this is. Right up the street. <laughs> Probably. I just wish he weren't fighting Hanma because that's not great. <laughs> uh. well, do you think he'll be out with a, a head injury then? Is that. Well, yeah. After match? After the match? After the match, yeah, quite possibly because yeah. that Kokeshi finishing move, I'm just like. Okay, does this even work outside of Japan? Because I'm not seeing it, but I just don't get Hanma anyway, so that's kind of on me. Oh, cool. I can still buy the AJ Styles Bullet Club t-shirt. <laughs> and it's actually cheaper than the AJ Styles Not Bullet Club t-shirt <laughs> that WWE that's sells. Good. According to Thunder Snooze on Reddit, in kayfabe, I rarely have a girlfriend. And by kayfabe, I mean in real life. And by rarely, I mean never. Sounds like a personal problem, brother. TNA is still fucking fucked. Wednesday's hearing in the lawsuit Billy Corgan filed against TNA has been postponed. There was no reason given for the delay. The hearing will now take place on Wednesday, October 26th at 1 p.m. Eastern, and the lawsuit remains sealed until then. The judge in Billy Corgan's lawsuit against TNA ruled that the defendants have until 10 a.m. on October 24th to file any opposition to issuance of a temporary injunction, with Corrigan having until October 25th at 3 p.m. to respond. The temporary restraining order granted in the suit will stay on until the October 26th hearing. A decision on the injunction will be made entirely based on affidavits and responses to discovery. Seven, seven exhibits filed by... <laughs> See, I, I can't even say the English words. Seven exhibits filed by Corgan's team on October 12th to, to support the lawsuit. Who do you like English, dog? <laughs> Corgan's, Corgan's lawsuit says that TNA is financially insolvent. In addition, TNA is blocked from selling any of their assets. Corgan, even a punchline. That's awesome. <laughs> Corgan has a contract between a lender, Corgan, and a borrower that gives the lender a legal claim on the borrower's assets. Corgan has the right, under both the pledge agreement and the operating agreement, to remove Impact Ventures managers and replace them with designees of Corgan's choosing. If TNA tries to fight this, what Corgan expects the court to give him... If TNA expects to... F if TNA tries to fight this... One more time. 
If TNA tries to fight, this is what Corrigan expects the court to give him. Legal right to receive all documents related to their, related to their debts. I can't fucking talk. Communication with the WWE and all documents by any third party regarding that third party's potential acquisition of Impact Ventures LLC, TNA Entertainment LLC, or any of the assets owned by, by either entity. Essentially, it would appear Dixie's trying to bury him in paperwork. Dixie Carter ain't having it. The term insolvent is not defined in the pledge agreement. Under Tennessee law, an entity is insolvent only if the sum of the debtor's debts is greater than all of the debtor's assets at a fair valuation. Impact Ventures' assets are of greater value than its debt. Carter has also denied that Corrigan had informed her of a default on September 29th or that Corrigan has the right to remove the managers of Impact Ventures and replace them with his own. Basically where they're at right now is Carter has to kind of establish what her claim is, is that this is worth more than what we owe. And that's all it is. It's just a claim. Uh, and I, I actually cut this down about a third of the original length, so you're welcome, Joe. Thank you. <laughs> it's really boring dry speak. We'll find out maybe this week, but there's always potential for another delay because, you know, courts and shit, so... Eh. Uh, hey, it's the lead singer from Red Rider on my television right now, for real. It's <laughs> the Heritage Classic. He's performing. That's right. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's the same guy. There is another TNA lawsuit. American Express Travel-Related Services Company filed back on July 20th with a claim that TNA owes $269,040.50 in expenses that were, not char- that were charged to the company's American Express corporate account and not paid. TNA has booked taping dates at Universal Studios in Orlando from January 4th to the 10th next year. The James Ellsworth t-shirt is outselling Seth Rollins and Bill Goldberg at WWE Shop as of Thursday. I hate to burst the bubble, but that was proven false. Uh, and then it was proven accurate. <laughs> <laughs> but it was it's been argued like so many times on the internet and some guy like on Twitter said something. So everyone took that verbatim. <laughs> All we really know though, is for sure. Like having read through a whole bunch of this shit. Cause it was like a nice little train wreck of uh, keyboard warriors. <laughs> it was beautiful. Oh, it was, is, is that there's a lot of speculation of how accurate the stats really are. But, yeah. Uh, it, it, like there was a screenshot that was posted as a new release and then people were like, oh, that's a new release, check for real. And if you check for real, it's like number six and then it was like number three. It was still it was... pretty good, but yeah. yeah. I hope this one's real. And James I Ells- don't know for sure. Oh, this one? Yeah. I, I mean, the next I've, story. I've, I've oh, heard this. Great. James Ellsworth may get a spot in the Royal Rumble next year. And I want him to eliminate Braun Strowman. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. No shit music him right out the ring. Michael, Michael, can you believe if this guy were to go and win the Royal Rumble and headline WrestleMania? Yes, I do actually. Michael, he's he's got he's got two hands. He can fight. Kind of seems like an operator he'd be on though, right? Cole's response. Yeah, I can totally see him being in there. Cole's response: WrestleMania. (laughs) Ball game. He tries to say the granddaddy of them all, but Vince just screams in his ear. You shut the fuck up now. 
Vader's fully in the right. I'd have refused to job to Osprey too. Anything short of clean, a clean and decisive win over that glorified gymnast would damage my brand. James Ellsworth. Is this a direct <laughs> quote? Is that? <laughs> yeah, it's totally a direct quote. Yeah, okay. And yes, I'm aware that I'm a comedy jobber, but let's face the facts here. I just don't think suspension of disbelief ex- extends that far if I didn't dispatch Osprey in like a two-minute squash. We're raising questions about the credibility of the entire podcast that, frankly, we don't want raised. <laughs> That's from Squared Circle Jerk, so take it for what it's worth. That was Vader- totally from Ellsworth on Talk is Jericho. <laughs> Vader is back in the news again because he feels that Pro Wrestling Revolution cheated him by not giving him a copy of his match with Will Ospreay, along with the rights to dig- digital distribution of it in the States. He's picked his favorite form of communication, his personal Twitter account, to profanely express his displeasure. G has picked his favorite misspelled and grammatically confusing or drunken tweets. I'm not Vader. (laughs) (laughs) They're lying in order to keep the master tape they negotiated to give me in good faith. I have email prof. (laughs) To all of you willy boy lovers... First, I whipped his scranny ass. Then I pinned him at Will Ospreay. Send me the Vadayo liar. (laughs) I'm definitely not retired. One more match at Will Ospreay. Ospreay, let's finish this. It's actually Osreepy. It is Osreepy. In Vader's defense, it's got to be really hard to type with those fucking gloves on. It's uh, time! It's Pro time! Red. It's Twitter time! <laughs> yeah, I think Rev Pro Aku uh, hosting. Jesus Christ, they still have El Generico and Shinsuke Nakamura in their header. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, they're, they're the ones hosting New Japan, and it's in London, so fuck that shit. Uh, let's go to the land of a thousand G's! Today I learned that Roman Reigns once cut a St. Jude Hospital's bill a check for zero dollars. Per Meltzer. He was then heard to remark, that's how much children's health means to me, motherfuckers, before grabbing his ball, flipping the children off, and speeding away in his Mercedes. According to reports, the car had been parked in the hospital's ER drop-off zone for the previous hour. This Reigns as a female accomplice, shot Sasha Banks, and they did lines of coke off the hood. <laughs> Credit Wrestling Observer. Thank you. If Meltzer said it, it has to be true. 100%. <laughs> Is that it? We're done? Mm-hmm. I guess so. All right, then. In that case, uh, I wasn't ready to be done yet. I thought we still had more. That's okay. It's for a clock, too. I'm at Think So Joe for at G of the Internet at Random Redhead at El Generico at Mark underscore Noise at Junk uh, Book Junkie Jaina. I'll get it right. <laughs> we are at Board Wrestling Fan. That's Board Wrestling Fan without vowels. Facebook.com slash Board Wrestling Fan. Listen to this podcast every Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern right here on Board Wrestling Fan.com or download afterward wherever podcasts are sold. We'll see you next week. Bill's win streak is over. Oh, boo hoo. Sparkle crotch. <laughs> oh, that was shit. Something, something, something yourself. Bill's 
Well, streak's over. Who beat him, Hogan? Yeah. <laughs> no, the Dolphins. The Dolphins that beat are well. It's not officially over yet. There's less. There's like two and a half minutes to go. We're but, uh, <laughs> No, we're not yet. We're not. <laughs> the Bills are down 28-17. So, looks like the game's over. Ball game. 